your health challenged? Girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed, don't you sweat it? Hi, I'm Jen Hardy. Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. Today, I just want to have a little bit of refreshing honesty. See, when I started way back in 2015, I actually started a blog because that's what you did back then. And I wanted it to be there for moms who were dealing with chronic illness because there were so many other people whining about chronic illness, but not giving me ways to do things about it, right? How do you make it better? How do you parent? How do you do all that stuff? Which is the main point of the Hardy Mom podcast to focus on the good and the positive. But sometimes it just sucks to have a chronic illness. You know, beginning in 2020, things started sucking for everybody. I'm not going to lie. I mean, that's just how it is, right? And, but it's been rough. In May, I went to this amazing, amazing podcasting conference called PodFest. Chris Kermitso started it. I cannot even say enough fantastic things. And I went there in May. And I went there as a homeschool mom who happened to have a podcast. And I left there as a professional podcaster and started my business less than two months later. It's amazing. But unfortunately, since then, I've had COVID. I've had long COVID. I've had, what have I had? Oh my God, it's been a a freaking nightmare. Somewhat of a small heart attack or some sort of heart event and a stroke. And then a hurricane. That's all since May. And it's October. And I'm going to tell you something. This is really getting to be a little bit intense. Because I have so many things I want to do. And it's really hard to get them done. Because my body is just really fighting me. Part of the reason is because I wanted to do things like mm, write five books at the same time. And um, we also homeschool two special needs kids. And my husband hasn't been well since January. And if this sounds like a big pity party sob story, I'm really sorry. One of two things is going to happen. One is you're just going to turn this off. Or two, you're going to think, dang, I thought my life was rough. And somebody's actually got it rougher. And for me, sometimes that actually makes me feel better. Not that other people have things worse, just to know that I'm not alone. So hopefully you stick through this and listen, you know, just realize Whatever you're going through, I'm not saying I have it worse because I could have it a lot worse, but you're not alone. Isn't that really the whole point? That's the whole point of all this, right? And it's not that I'm perfect or I can always pretend like I'm happy and I don't want to pretend. I don't want to be a hypocrite. So, um, So I just wanted to get on here and say, if you're at a point where things are just, well, they suck. I'm sorry. And I can refer you to all kinds of episodes on the Hardy Mom podcast to make it better. For instance, there's a thing about how to be positive. No, really. And there are some great ideas on how to actually be positive. And they're not the things that people normally say, like, go get some exercise. Because when you have a chronic illness, sometimes that's the last thing that's actually going to make you feel good. But some days that's not going to be enough. And if you're sitting in a big mess, I could refer you to the whole series on organization and I could refer you to how to get your kids to help out around the house or how to clean your whole house up in an hour because that's a pretty good one. I'm not going to lie. It's all my own system on how to do it. 
And I'm going to tell you the secret with that is letting go of your perfectionist attitudes and allowing things to be a little less than perfect as long as they're done. Because when you have a chronic illness, if you try to make everything perfect, you're always going to feel guilty and you're always going to feel like you're letting yourself and everyone else down. So don't do that. Now, I'm going to tell you a good thing. So no matter where you're at, no matter how much stuff sucks, no matter how much you can't get out of bed and you can barely think straight because the brain fog has set in so much, you can do something. Okay. We can all do something. So one of the things I was doing, I was telling you, I was working on five books. And so I quit that after the stroke and I decided to just finish one. And I did, and I'm going to show it to you. Now, the funny thing is I wanted a five-year journal where you could write more than a sentence for each year on the page, right? I love my five-year journal and I've been doing it and it's a happiness journal. It's supposed to make me remember to be happy. Does it? Eh, not always, but it's this tiny little book, right? It's a tiny little book. If you, you can't see my hands, if you're listening to the podcast, but picture a tiny book, that's what it is. And there's literally like two lines. So how much can you write from the day? Well, that always frustrates me. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to come up with this journal for moms where you could write at least a paragraph, like really write what happened that day. Oh, and then what if I had prompts every month where every month you could focus on a new goal? Okay, because let me tell you something that is positive. I am in my 50s. That's not really positive. But it's going to be for you because you're probably younger because most of the people listening to this are 20 years younger than me. And I think the reason for that is... I had a set of kids. I raised a set of kids, four of my own and a stepdaughter. And they're amazing humans and adults. And I love them very much. And sometimes they love me and sometimes they don't. I'm going to be clear about that and be forthright with you. And that's okay. Because if you're a human, you know that sometimes that's how humans feel. And sometimes that sucks too. But I digress. Anyway, so I raised these kids, but now I'm raising another set of kids. So like, if you're in your 20s and 30s and you're raising your kids and then there's people like your kid's grandparent age like, well, you know, when I was your age, I did it different and I did this and that. Sometimes it's hard to listen to that because, hello, things are so different. Okay. So I raise kids that are from 23 to 32 and I could give you all kinds of advice on how I used to do things. But dude, things are different now. And so now I can say, well, I did that. I know what worked and what didn't. And I know what's working and not working now with my kids. And I think that's why you guys are tuning in. Because even though I'm a little older and maybe not somebody that you normally would want to listen to, I do have a unique skill set as far as parenting goes. And I'm not afraid to tell you when I've really messed up. And you can uh, hear all about that in How to Alienate Your Child because I've done it and uh, also sucks. But anyway, the positive thing in this is that I do have seven amazing people that are my kids that I love. I have you listening and I love you too. And you might not know me. This might be the first time that you're listening or watching and you might think, well, how could you possibly love me? And the deal is because we are connected by this chronic illness parenting thing in a way that most people don't understand, which ironically, they say that a half to a third of every 
all people in America have a chronic illness diagnosis. So there's a lot more of us, but a lot of people don't know about it, or they are pretending like they don't have it, or maybe it's not bad enough that it takes over their lives. But you know who you are if it's taken over. In fact, my husband got sick last January. We still don't know what it is. We actually have to take him to a tertiary clinic, which is like a teaching hospital because the doctors here where I live on this little remote Island and its surrounding areas cannot figure it out, but it just hit him last month, the fatigue and the word fatigue, I feel like does not really explain what this overwhelming feeling of good God, get me into the bed right now because otherwise I'm going to collapse on the floor for hours feeling is. I don't think it's really fatigue, but that's what they call it. So he was sitting there and he said, oh, I have to lay down. I don't have a choice. We had other things we were going to do. He had to lay down. He woke up like three hours later and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Is this what it's like for you? Because over the last 14 years, he's been very supportive of me not feeling well and he never questions me and he never makes me feel bad, but he also never got it. So that's another reason why we would need to be connected because some people's spouses and family members and even kids, not only do they not get it, but they're not supporting you. In fact, they're being mean. They're being mean and telling you you're lazy and telling you you don't really have these symptoms. And why do you want there to be something wrong with you when you keep going to the doctor trying to find out what's wrong with you? And I just want to tell you that you're not crazy and you're not making it up. And there's a whole group of people that know that. There's two ways that you can connect. Well, you can go to hardymom.com slash contact and you could message me. You can also go on Facebook because you know what Facebook is and go to the Hardy Moms. There's a group called Hardy Moms and you can find us there. It's, it used to be formerly chronically positive moms, but that's a mouthful. So we changed it. And I have a private community that I'm starting and it's going to be really amazing. And I started it right before I got real sick. So it's real little, but join the Facebook group. And as we slowly mosey over to this other group, you can join us because you don't want to do this alone because there's a lot of great things that we can do. As long as we kind of reassess what our expectations are for ourselves and get other people on board with that. But there's a lot of things we can't do. And I try not to think about the things I can't do, but every once in a while they hit me and they've really hit me over the last few weeks and it's been hard. And I wanted to share that because if I'm not real and vulnerable and open with you, why the heck are you going to listen? Right? So I'm going to show you something funny now because I don't want to end this with me being all teary because that's lame. Um, so I was telling you I did this journal. Okay, check this out. I wanted a big journal, right? Okay, so if you're listening to the podcast, I am holding up right now an eight and a half by 11 book that is a, about an inch and a half thick and it literally weighs like three pounds. This is like a ream of paper, my journal. So this is my business journal. There's one for if you have a business and then there's going to be a happiness one and one for moms with health challenges. And when they come out in November, these massive books are only going to be $9.99 because I want everyone to be able to get one the first week that they're there. So 
you're going to want to keep checking back and find out when they come available because I'm not going to lie. It's a lot of paper for $10. And even if you wanted to scribble whatever you wanted in that thing, you can. But I showed it to you because it was kind of funny. And when I opened it, I was like, dang, that is a honking huge book. But also, it made me feel really good because there isn't another journal like it. And what are the odds of being able to come up with something unique? And the reason I could do that is because I spend so much time in bed because I'm back now to being in bed all but about four hours a day. Also sucks, but it gives me a lot of time to think. So I can either think about my symptoms and how rotten I feel, and that never gets me anywhere. Or I can make plans and bring paper and pen in there. I can bring my phone and my computer or my tablet in there. And I can really make progress on the things that I'll do when I feel better. And so that is going to be my task for you is to, yes, you're going to somewhat embrace the suck because it sucks and I'm sorry, but find something, something, some goal, something you can work on to make your life better because you don't have to live in misery and guilt and suffering And the more you focus on something positive and better, the better off you're going to be. And I'm going to take my own dang advice. And I'm going to go get in bed because it's only 10. And I've been going to bed at 3 in the morning uh, because insomnia and pain. And um, if you can identify with any of these things, can you go to hardymom.com slash contact and like send me a message? Because I would love to know that I'm not alone too. I know I'm not. I know there's millions of us out there, but I really like hearing from you. So send me a message. Think of something positive you could do. And the one thing positive you could do is sending me a message. And uh, I really appreciate you tuning in. I hope this wasn't too much of a pity party that was just about me. And I hope that I've given you and me some ways that we can pull ourselves out of this negativity a little bit. I don't know about you, but sometimes just saying things out loud helps. So thank you for joining me. And I look forward to talking to you next week because you're awesome. And I'm very thankful for you. Have a great week.